Thanks for joining us for another show, a combination of shows called Out There and also Joy of Union. And Joy Melchizedek is with me today, along with our special guest, Rosalind McGrath. So we have a couple of wonderful folks here. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Great to be here. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is good to be here, and I'm excited for today's show. Our very special guest uh, with Rosalind and the crew she's bringing in. Um, this is really wonderful. I don't think I, I know Rosalind. You said you felt like you wanted to bring through the Holy Family, or that's at least who you got to bring in, right? Correct. Sure. And um, can you share a little about um, when you say the Holy Family, for anyone who doesn't, you know, subscribe to that arena, uh, particulars about who they may be? Sure. Um, uh, And I I probably use that term differently than many people would. Um, So Mm -hmm. to give a a little bit of, of background here. Um, I, uh, in a previous uh, podcast um, earlier this year with Joy and TJ, um, I had brought through uh, the energy of the third, what I refer to as the third Mary, um, who had a lifetime as the mother of Mary Magdalene. And I had published a book of messages that she had shared with me, and uh, and eventually that connection evolved in my also taking down messages from others of her family, uh, more closely related with Jesus and Mary Magdalene. Now, this is a, a different version of their story and their life together after the resurrection than you would typically find. Um, I do my best to really be a clear, open channel for the energies and the stories that want to speak through me. And so I do my best to stay clear of other stories that have come forth so that it so that it helps me to stay in that clear space and discover what it is these energies want to share about their experiences and about their support for us so when i'm referring to the holy family uh, in this case i'm referring to um, jesus mary magdalene and what I understand as their spiritually conceived children, uh, and of there being three of them, uh, which in, in my, my English version would be uh, Sarah, Matthew, and Marina. And I am not entirely sure uh, how individually they are planning to come forth today or as a group, or as a group when um, in which they'll be 
variation with a, an emphasis on one speaking over another, um, but I will ask that uh, the energies identify themselves as they're speaking, and I know um, that Joy is, is very good about staying on that as well. So um, oh, I hope that gives the background needed for our starting point today. Yes, that's great. I um I also have questions forming as we know. One of my favorite statements in life is I have a question. So they're already coming up. All right. <laughs> so when whenever you're feeling so inclined, we'd love to have you step forward and I just want to check in with TJ. Is there anything you want to say? No, it sounds interesting. Uh, go ahead. I'll uh, I'll add something when I feel the need, but uh, I want to move forward. This will be interesting. Yes. And I would say I have also felt that they have come forward to me to let me know that um, they they will address a topic of great interest to me right now and attention to do with what we call the other side and our interaction between the physical, you know, from our our physical beings with those in the non-physical um, and about experiences of of that. So I'm, I'm also intrigued <laughs> to discover what's mm-hmm. going to come forward today. Wonderful. So we're ready. We are All right. waiting. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm going to just take a few moments of silence to further ground myself and center and then shift over and I'll allow them to to um, share their messages through my voice. Welcome all. We are most delighted to be here in this way at this time. And we are uh, speaking to you as a group of energies at this moment. And then we shall share in a more individuated way and perhaps returning uh, in group form before we sign off today. And so we would like to share first off uh, some foundational understandings related to our identities. So we, as a group, of course, have had many, many lifetimes, not all on beautiful Mother Earth. We have had other incarnations in physical form as well in other forms of life experience however our key focus has been to learn and to grow and to bring through all that we can as part 
planet and all of its beings. We have come here connected with one another and individually many, many times. And we remain in connection with those having physical lifetimes on earth at all times. We are always available. And so, as has been described in uh, Flo Aivaya Magdalena's book, I Remember Union, there are many souls that may come together to play key roles in what is known as an individual human lifetime. We are encompassing this and more. In our individuations, we are known to you as Mary Magdalene, as Jeshua, and to a smaller group of you as the third Mary, as Marina, as Matthew, as Sarah Ann, and also as the one known as Judas, who has often not been truly understood. The sacrifices that he made, as did all involved. And we are not wanting to add more weight, more emphasis on the idea a sacrifice is key to evolving the planet because the point is that we come to this place where there is greater and greater understanding that there is nothing to be sacrificed in comparison to what is gained and that more and more capability arises to create powerful positive change without having to live intensity of contrast from depths of despair to that evolution. That sacrifice is no longer required to be of valuable service. It does not mean that this cannot still be part of the story but that it does not have to be. This is part of our message here today. Do you have any questions that you would like to ask regarding what I have shared, what we have shared so far? Uh, I have a question, but... It's not necessarily in that neighborhood. It's just something that keeps popping up because of people and their interpretations of the idea that Christ and Magdalene had children. And there's all this, these different threads connected to those understandings. 
So I'm going to go ahead and ask my question, and if you don't want to answer it, just say so. <laughs> okay? So forth, please. <laughs> okay. So um, there, there are a lot of schools of thought around this, and I am wondering for our listeners um, how uh, you would interpret how it came about that Christ and Magdalene had children. How did this happen? If there, um, you know, like I said, there's different schools of thought. Some people say they did. Some people say no, there was no sex. So, I, and I personally have my own ideas around that. But I also know um, there could be something here people need to hear from you. Indeed. So that's Indeed. my question. Indeed. We thank you for your question. And so we, we shall answer in several parts, uh, beginning with an understanding that when there is a story crucial to the inhabitants of this planet, there will always be more than one version. And the reason is that different versions will serve in different ways, potentially, to move the whole story of the planet forward. And so we invite all who are listening to note where you feel resonance. Do not take our word for anything. See how you respond to the versions of story that come through the one to whom we are speaking today. Because there is purpose in it. And that purpose may be for you, or it may not. Take what serves you. Let the rest go, because you will never have any story of true, like great vitality, the intensity of energy, big story. You will never have big story with only one version. And because each of you is a unique facet of the one, there are ways in which you need to to hear or respond to particular versions of story. Now, we know ourselves as part of a universe of magic and miracles. And we would remind you that most of what you take for granted in your everyday life, be it a flower, be it a device, be it being able to, you know, flip a switch and electric light comes on. All of these are magic and miracles and all have explanations to a point. And all of your desires aggregate in the field of possibility and help to create. Of course, you do not all agree, and so there are quite a variety and at times conflict, mismatch between creations, potentially. 
But perhaps in the larger story, there is no conflict there at all. And so we would say, in to to bring this to a more particular response to your question, dear one, that we know ourselves as part of spiritual conception, not because there is anything wrong with physical sex, not because it is required that beings who love one another procreate in any physical way, but because our choice as creators and as ones being created, known as offspring, was to add to the example of what can be created through means entirely beyond physical matter. Physical matter is known to some degree through your quantum physics as that which is erratic, constantly changing, and whose nature changes depending upon the choice of observation. And this may sound very abstract, but those in the know and those willing to connect with those in the know uh, find studies that are very particular and detailed about this truth. And so we chose to utilize means that do not require the physical conception process. For us, it gave greater expression to who we really are. So, the one through whom we are speaking, she has experienced more than once in group setting uh, where, where all were guided to bend a spoon without using force. And touch was there. Each held a spoon. Uh, each was unable to force it into a bent position. But through a shift into, how shall we say, more, more participation in the field of possibilities, each one bent the spoon without force. Now, that which makes this possible makes spiritual conception possible as well. In our understanding, Mary Magdalene, did have physical pregnancy, physical labor, physical birth, spiritual conception, physical children. This spiritual conception was with one 
who explored very fully going between the worlds of physical and non-physical. And he reached great mastery with this, Art Jeshua. And it was the highest expression of personal love for him to share with his beloved by conceiving these three children in this way. So I want to thank you for that detailed description. And um, I just want to affirm or kind of respond to that by saying what I'm hearing is that there was an energetic emergence in union where the soul's birth from that frequency, correct? That is correct. Okay. And um, thank you. Thank you. That's wonderful. And that's always been my thing too. <laughs> and the other thing I um, I had come up while I was listening um, uh, the Catholic Church, and I'm just mentioning this briefly because having gone through that those teachings, um, they have spoken about how Mother and Mary had an immaculate conception, and this is in that stream of how Jesus was born in the same vein of the energetic mergings with Source where her energy was raised, correct? Correct. Okay. So that takes care of a great mystery for those who choose to let that go. (laughs) And um, thank you very much for that. And I'm sure our listeners are going to find that fascinating. So, um, uh, TJ, is there something you wanted to say? Yes, I would like to. Um, the three children, very fascinating, by the way. I've heard many different versions, and I'm open to all of it. And when did they come forward? Could you could you give, a, give us a definition as to when they got here and, and when the next one and, and how long? I don't, maybe this is something. I don't know if you want to give that answer to that, but if you don't mind, just curious about about all that, if you could share some of that. The first, uh, Sarah, Anne, was spiritually conceived before the resurrection, not long before. And the others, after after they were um, relocated, uh, those who were informed, relocated to southern France. We would say about four years uh, between Sarah's conception and that of Matthew, and three years more for Marina. And I guess my next question would be, According to I remember Union, that 
there was a time that Mary Magdalene was with Judas, and they didn't have any children, but they were together. Is that correct? Our understanding is that there were two children uh, after uh, after Marina's birth. So, in in context with that, with Christ being their father, um, did he have a lot of input with them as they were growing? He was um, back and forth between the physical and the non-physical. And in physical, not always with the family. And so his closest, most trusted brother, Judas, was the protector for the family and uh, kind of like an uncle for these three children. And so uh, Jeshua uh, was like a, a visitor for lengths of time through their growing up. And they so loved their father in so many ways. And of course, desired to be more like him and desired his companionship greatly. As many in their humanness have known separations from those they love, there are both the challenges and the potential gifts of that experience. So um, did the children have children? Yes, most. How many? Yes? (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, Sarah had three as well. Matthew, four. Uh, Marina, no, no children for Marina. She made a different choice. She was very much of a traveler. So... In in history, um, not her story, but history, are um, are they mentioned at all? Like, no. are they mentioned in spiritual teachings with different people? We 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 do not see that as being so. No. So they've been hidden until they've recently, been, correct? Yes, more underground. Yes. Yeah. So in a real way, this is they're coming out too, correct? It, it is part of such. If you are meaning yes. the children of Jeshua, yes? Yes, yes. And what I mean by that, I understand um, that history sometimes, uh, for the sake of the grand design and how it was operating then, I say that with no judgment, it can feel things for a long time. And it just seems that hearing this is really um, shining a light on their emergence, their freedom to come out also, um, because their names, I have not heard anyone but Sarah mentioned. So 
uh, Matthew and Marina, I haven't heard anything other than in the third Mary reference to them. And I I personally feel there's a truth in that. Um, But um, I'm excited that this piece is coming up now also. Indeed. And so we have uh, spoken through uh, this channel before. Uh, mm-hmm. And in in print, and so she has um, published post resurrection, the family mm-hmm. of Mary Magdalene, and this has allowed uh, each of us a a section in the book to share what we feel is most important about our individual lifetimes and our relationships with one another, and then there is a, a section where she. Uh, gave a number of readers of the manuscript an opportunity to ask their questions uh, based upon what they had read of uh, any of us uh, that they they desired to interact with. And so this is included as well. However, uh, we do have more that we can share, and so we felt that uh, this is a valuable time for us to come forward and um, share more of our understanding in the world. Yes. Yes, I understand you have um, something um, cooking in a way or things you want to address concerning, I believe, the times of rendering. Is that correct? Uh, and we invite you to describe what you mean by such times, dear one. Sure. Um, during this time on our planet, um, the choice to leave or stay is being given like in all across the board. And during this time, there are many, many souls choosing to go, light workers and the like, so they can work on the other side. And um, there are different reasons for that, and this is part of the reason why groups of souls are leaving now, because as they leave, um, some go on the other side and they teach and they continue to work, and uh, large streams go and take the fear with them, and what remains is more expansion of love and spaces to create the new as these shifts go on. Um, And when you started speaking, I thought I heard you reference that you had concerns for these times, and that's right where I went. Thank you for your description. Mm -hmm. So we shall say that, of course, there have been... always renderings ongoing, always, always, always on this planet because it is yes. it is part of its nature in duality, you know. Uh, yes, no, right, left, uh, life, death, and so on. And, and in each moment, you are, you are birthing something and you are letting something go. And so there has been a lot of gripping on this planet, on the part of humanity. And so right now, 
there is like that balance of uh, from that contraction of a greater letting go, and so this is one one aspect of why you are are witnessing what you are, and we we have s- several threads that we would like to share related to the topic of quote-unquote physical versus quote-unquote non-physical. Because, of course, you are always more than the physical or you would not have true sentience, true animation here. And you are are utilizing uh, like this this bit of probability in the universe to be the you that you know as you right now. That bit of probability that um, has brought together the the matter that allows you to focus into your human experience. While there is much of you that remains always in the non-physical. And the more conversant you are with your non-physical aspects, the more numinous your experience of life and the more flexibility you have regarding understanding quote-unquote physical versus quote-unquote non-physical so that those who are considered passed over or yet to be are uh, more easily recognized, witnessed, and to some degree interacted with in a conscious manner. Now, regardless of this, there is still uh, great pain and suffering that most vast majority experience when one a close one is witnessed to have left the form and it is part of the expansion that we in our humanness be pressed upon to experience the non-physical world a little more directly. If you believe that that person is 100% gone to your awareness other than their past, then you are closing the door on the vast field of the infinite. That does not mean that each of you will, will channel or will, um, you know, uh, do automatic writing or, or whatever format you, you might think of first in this regard, but that you have the potential to be more open and more aware in some way of the truth of the reality that is not in the physical and also to deepen your appreciation of your physical experience and those who remain in the 
physical form experience with you. We have other points that we look forward to making related to this topic, but we would like to pause for any um, comments or questions either of you might have right now. I'm eager to hear what else you have to share. Do you have a question, TJ? I think I might have a few questions up my sleeve, although I, I'm wearing short sleeves, so it's kind of hard to reach if you can let, let me get in there. Um, okay, so I think it's fascinating so far, by the way. Interesting, very interesting to believe that. You know, I heard the concept of, like Joyce said, that, that Sarah was conceived and that Mary Magdalene, may have gone to France with Sarah and some people say, well, that's the Holy Grail and all this. But I wanted to know, and maybe this, I don't know if this connects to this, but I believe that there's been many groups that of beings that have been around through many different for eons. And so I guess what I wanted to ask the family is that would there be some other names that we might recognize where they have been on this planet or throughout some kind of literature that we might recognize that they came as a group. Would you like to share on anything like that? Hmm. We were together as very early Essenes, before they were known as Essenes. We were together in Lemurian times. We worked with the dolphins and many other magical beings. We were together in Atlantean times, sowing seeds for future possibilities. We were together in very ancient Egypt before before pharaohs, before pharaohs. We have had um, some very underground lifetimes, too, farming communities and hunter-gatherers. We, uh, some were uh, to really strengthen our bonds and our knowing of the physicality of Earth uh, more than being noticeable teaching lifetimes to humanity. Thank you. You're yes. And I have a question on that end, too. Um, is there any names individually that, like, you could say... Um, so Matthew incarnated as Joe Schmidt down the street or Johnny Deb or something like that. I'm wondering if, and I don't mean to make light. I'm just trying to give you an example, and it came out like that. <laughs> so I'm wondering it does if you make could. It clear, dear one, yes. <laughs> yes, you know. So anyway, um, is there anyone like that, you know? We will allow individuals to respond as they feel so moved. Wonderful, wonderful. 
And I, I would, of course, like to know who's speaking. Yes, <laughs> I think we, we all would. Yes, yes. Indeed, yes. Oh, this is Mary Magdalene speaking. I have been known to you in many forms. I am uh, very connected with the nature of Isis and Great Mother herself in all of her forms and formats. Uh, I, there are many, many individuated souls who have experienced uh, aspects of my lifetime as Mary Magdalene. Uh, I am not at liberty to name individual names in modern times that would not be appropriate to these others and their experience. I will say that uh, Marie Antoinette does have some connection to my lifetime as Mary Magdalene. And there are... um, Teachers who have been hidden away, uh, often known known at certain times as, as witches or other, uh, that um, have been have had aspects of me embedded in their individuation, and also of Marina's as well, and um, these are ones that you would not know by particular names. And and Frank, she she had great connection to Sarah. Sarah will come forth and speak a little bit Thank more. You. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. So much. Well I I, as of course eldest, I have always done my best to uphold the traditions and, and the responsibilities into which I was born. And I, too, have great connection with Great Mother. Um, but I have also had individuations that were in, in masculine form um, for my balance. And uh, some aspect of me did live in the one known to you as Anne Frank. And we bring this forward because uh, the one, the host known to you as Joy, uh, did channel her recently for this podcast so beautifully. And I am, um, I am in all the power of righteous tradition. And when I say righteous, I don't mean how many have come to use the term as the one right way, but that which is more centered on the greatest good for all than it is upon individual need. Mm. Do you have other questions for me? Well, first, I want to thank you for coming forward. And I believe I've met aspects of you at times. And um, I I want to honor what you have brought in, in the light and service, and in, in, in integrity. So I wanted to thank you for 
doing that and um, uh, sharing your kind words about Anne Frank. What an honor to have her come through. And uh, now I know um, where there's such a deep essence that she brought through and it it's it really feels so um um the word is like it feels so in truth um in the highest way that your frequency would be coming through her too so thank you for that and tj well, what a weird coincidence. We just channeled Anne Frank, huh? I know. <laughs> this must, like. must be all one big coincidence. That's that's a, it's just that's cool, Connected. you know. Isn't that cool how we just did that and now here Sarah is telling us that she was connected in a way to the life of Anne Frank. And you wonder how many other different things throughout our history. So this is really as a family you choose, you've chosen many things from what I heard. Some you had to learn so you could understand things better. And would you say, is this typical, we all have like family, group souls, if you want to call it. Um, yes. Would you say, this, is this typical of the journey of, of most of us, some of us, many of us? How would you define that, please? Many, many. Very many. And so we're, it's really, I know it's, you know, they say it's about we're moving up and we're learning more, but, you know, now's different. Now's we're pushing people towards, you know, helping them push everything in the direction of the fifth dimension. Would, are there many now that are family soul units that are doing the same thing? Doing the... Bringing the lights, helping uh-huh. the transition. In one way or another, some serve by contrast. Some are working out individual and unit karma, and that those in that way, they are uh, helping move this evolution along. Thank you. Yes. And and what about dear Matthew? How is he? <laughs> I will allow allow him to speak for himself. And I thank you both for all that you bring forward in the beauty mm-hmm. and wisdom of your truth. I am here. I am Matthew. Um, I am a little less formal than my sister, Sarah. <laughs> I'm more of a regular guy. I, 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 I had often wished when I was young to be more. I felt I should be more like Joshua, but that wasn't really why I came here. So would you say... Um that that after saying that, do you feel that Judas was a very, very strong influence in your life? Because I sometimes feel that Judas was had some of the regular guy thing going on. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
And you know, my my love is is how how spirit has shaped itself into the material. And so for me, it was the animals, you know, mm. the, the the non-human where we didn't where words were not so important. And intention was always understood. I I'm a simple man. So you were propelled to respond to the heart's calling, which is the place of no words, right? You may say so, yes. We all have that place. For mm-hmm. me, I I reveled in interacting in that place with the non-human sentient beings. I did marry. I did have children. I did love all my family, that which I was born into and that which I later helped to create and support. My emphasis was with the animal kingdom. So were you closely associated with St. Francis? Yes. Mhm. So we're not outing you per se. We're just going to use that approach. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> I would not feel outed in any regard because <laughs> I am. I I am not. I have no no shame or anything. <laughs> Hide. Yes. I am here. Yes. I am just yes. here and clear. Yes, I totally get that. I just mean I don't want to push you visibly if that isn't where you're meant to go. Um, but I I know that um, from from the things that I've witnessed and the people I know how great how greatly people love you um, and what you have brought in, and I wanted to honor you for that. And I thought I would check and see if TJ has something. That he would like to ask you. Yes, I would ask. I'd like to ask Matthew if his name was taken from the apostle Matthew. Is there any connection to that? How did the names come forward on these? When we were born, um, you know, we're not so concerned about the apostles. <laughs> um, that may sound sacrilegious to you all. Um, my mother liked the name. <laughs> that was, and yes, she did appreciate the Apostle Matthew, but it was, um, it encompassed, it encompassed him. There was uh, a bond there, but it was more that she liked the sound of the name. What about the, the so, other names? I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. The other names. How did? I, maybe this is a trivial question, but I'm just curious. And how did you come up with the other names as well? Uh, I will allow the the um, overall energy of the group to respond to that um, in a short while, uh, because it is not um, it is not all within my thought field there. So you will you will get a better answer <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> than, if, than if I try to just 
respond myself. Thank you. So, Matthew, if um, if there is any message that you want to give to our listeners concerning this time, anything that you want to add in the way of heart wisdom. Yes. Um, do not doubt. Do not. I cannot be wait. Willing to share. <laughs> do not doubt the wisdom and the knowing of all species on this planet. Do not doubt it for a moment. It is simply those that are least like humans that you least understand, of course. Just remember that you don't understand. Remember that you're not perceiving through the lens of that species, which means that they have a knowing that is foreign to your own and valuable because you cannot emulate it. Mm. And those that you more easily connect with are of great value as well. Now, you may not always understand them as well as you think you do, Yes, you can, as they say, project onto them. I did so in in my human lifetimes many times. So just always leave the door ajar to the mystery, to know that there is more than you know and that you don't know what you don't know. Yes. So is that true of um, lanternflies and stink bugs, too? (laughs) All. All. Okay. (laughs) It doesn't mean you will like them. (laughs) Exactly. But it means that they have wisdom that is not your own. Yes, of course. Of course. So thank you for that. And TJ, do you have anything you want to add? I was just going to say I can really relate to what Matthew's saying because, as you know, as you probably heard on my show, my many connections to the animals, and mm-hmm. and I'm you know I you try to interpret what it means, but there's no question in my mind I've had so many wonderful. I think they're just the most. It's the, to me I look forward to it when I when that happens, and. So it can be interpreted, Matthew, many different ways that I'm guessing, perhaps, when you have that contact. This is so. It's all an interpretation through the lens of individuation. Did they send they us... I'm sorry. Be. I'm sorry. Did they send us, like this morning, here I'm getting ready to go to work, and you know, I find that I've got a connection with all types of animals, but for example, deer this morning. And a lot of times it's been a reminder of gentle strength, and I'm sure it could be many other things. But they jumped right out in front of me. So, you know, it's like I realized, okay, what's coming my way? Is there something coming my way? Is that one way to look at it? It is. It is. And I would just add that... um, 
overlighting energy is more aware of you than their individual and that the universe itself is speaking to you through them. Thank so you. in that vein, yeah, in that vein, I once had this cat, Kitumi, and she was a very magical, and I mean she would manifest herself and everything. <clears throat> and um, I really feel that um, she actually carried a master energy, and she healed me of things, um, like horrific things and pains and things, and opened doors for me and others. And she was a black cat with gold eyes, and she had a book written after her. And then after I had to travel, she disappeared off the planet. They couldn't find her anywhere, nothing, the day I left. And I had somebody who wanted to own her, babysitting her, so to speak. And then she just poofed out. And I... Um, she rehomed so herself. I, what? She rehomed herself. Yeah, and my feeling is she was... To me, though, the master, correct? Because she told me her name, who she was, very clearly. She has, yes, she has connection there, yes. Yes, and she rehomed herself, but she's doing well, correct? <laughs> very well. I'm so glad. She has, of course, rehomed herself more than once since then. Yes. yes. Well, it's been 25 years, um, but I was just writing about her, and I, you're the perfect one to ask that question to. So thank you for that answer, and it's lovely to know she's doing her work too. Um, so um, is there anything else you want to share with everyone? I also want to remind everybody listening you are an animal also mm. so your humanity requires your interaction with the animal part of who you are and there has been great loss of awareness of this and that doesn't mean, you know, uh, it's like you, many have said, you know, acting like an animal, you know, as like an uncivilized and irrational, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 a destructive force in some way. But the true primal is always positive, and you have that in you. And when it doesn't have expression, part of you uh, sort of like crumbles, not like gone, but like loses strength, you know. And it's harder for some other parts of you to fully be present when that piece is diluted. So... This is a big ask for most of humanity, but I, I want to note that you need 
your animal, your knowing of yourself as animal to be whole here in this dimension and that it is a good thing. It does not mean all the negative associations that have been laid on that. That's part of what has helped your societies dilute that connection. So a doorway to support people uh, to coming into realization with that could actually be um, Native American animal spirit readings, correct? No, no. No? That has different benefits. So you're talking about the inner, I just want to say you're talking about the inner essence of the animal within us. Yes. Humans, okay. the, the human species yes. is an animal in itself. Yes. Yes. Okay. I get it now. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. That was very helpful to clarify. Thank you. Sure. Sure, and thank you for sharing that. That's not something that people consider, which feels very important that they do, you know? So... um, It has much to do with uh, what you call the environment in the crises you experience when it is cut off in humanity as a whole, then that is naturally projected in humanity's actions with other examples. Okay. Well, that makes sense. TJ, is there something you'd like to interject here? Um, My animal, my inner animal. That is a good point that Matthew made about that we really are animals as well. We're all part of that. So, And I have that connection with him all the time. So I'm glad we went down that road. I just guess I would just want to say, because we're moving on a little bit here uh, as far as our time, and is there any message, any final message that they would, as a group, that they would like to tell us? Or we can keep going as long as you want, but that's. I just want to make sure we get that out. Understood. I will say in parting, dear Tejas, that we are very bonded, you and I. I thank you for your presence here on the earth. Thank you. And also the delightful spark known as joy. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. And thank you. So Marina would like to speak briefly, and then we shall return to the whole, uh, unless there are particular questions that require an individual. I just wanted to to pop in to say, to give my, my greetings to all uh, a little more clearly and audibly. Um, I was the first of the children that the one uh, through whom I am speaking uh, channeled, as he would say, uh, because 
I I was very involved with language and learning new languages. And so, you know, connecting um, through language is is one of my gifts. And I love to travel and I, I love to learn and learn about the plants. And I am I'm seated in so many of you, so many of you. And so um, I, I am I'm grateful that uh, I was the third born, you know, that uh, my sister, she, she got to play the role she did and I did not have to. <laughs> and my brother, for, for all that he brought to my awareness and to all of my parents, because Judas was a parent to me as well, and uh, to my, my great-grandmother, um, and uh, thus known to you as the Third Mary, and I mean great in the glory of who she was, not not uh, speaking that there was another generation between, um, that all all were key for my development and kind of like the springboard that I could spring off of, and I I just love to be here with you, so thank you. Thank you for coming forward and sharing the delight that you are the light and the heart that you bring through so wonderfully. Thank you. Joshua would also like to uh, just bring up a couple of points briefly here. Well, I am related to you all, and I am in every heart that beats, because I, and, and my I is very plural, not singular. I chose to be as expansive a soul experience, group soul experience as possible so that none would have to go untouched by me. I am not always known by this name, but it is the most common one. And even religions that are not and traditions that are not called Christian uh, many of them include me because I, I come to the heart and I say yes you are loved and I say yes you are welcome and I say yes you belong here wherever that here is at this moment and I love you more than you could possibly know through the human lens. And so I thank each one of you for being. I thank each one of you for your growth in your lifetime. And I thank each one of you for the essence that only you can bring here in the way you do. Namaste. 
namaste that was so beautiful and touching thank you so much so as a whole here we do want to follow up on the question about the names of the children uh sarah there is such great tradition in the name sarah and it was felt that um, tradition would be so key for this firstborn, for she was the only one conceived uh, in, in the old land, you know. And uh, Marina is sort of a nickname for our dear one, who was like the waters moving through, moving toward and away in her, in her traveling expansive nature and yes Matthew I did I as Mary Magdalene did particularly enjoy the sound of that name and it has beautiful roots as well you will find them you will find them available to you I will leave it at that for now is there a final question or two from you dear hosts of this time TJ I guess I would ask if um, is are any within the group are any of them going to be or maybe even currently incarnated on this plane right now there are aspects of us in many. We'd say about 20% of humanity has at least one aspect of one of our individuals here. At least that much. So when you said that, of course, I thought of... Um Santana, Camp Carlos, you know, um, and I was thinking of um, not, I, I he came up because I saw him and he was speaking of the Christ consciousness at his concert. So um, when you said 20%, uh, that felt like that 20%, like he was saying, makes up the Christ consciousness that's active on the planet, right? Indeed. Yes. So the second coming has arrived, right? (laughs) (laughs) It has always been here, and it is growing as we speak. And this one you speak of, we would note, is great connection with Archangel Raphael and Gabriel, of of course. But yes. that, we feel, is known already to many. Yes. Yes, he's wonderful. So, um, But thank you for that, too. The 20%, when you hear that, I, I think that um, for our listeners, I, I think it gives them maybe a sense that it is quite normal to have an aspect in you that is active and working from the Christ consciousness that's normalizing. It's not 
working anymore as the exception so much. And there are others bringing through powerful energies that are aspects of ones that we do not represent. So yeah. there are, are are many, many great sparks growing, growing in in numbers and in individual evolution as well. Absolutely. I don't question that. I'm just referring to this because I'm speaking to the Holy Family today. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> we just want to be clear, not for you, but for your listeners. We want to be clear yes. about what yes. what we are meaning. That is all. Sure, sure. Yes. yes. So that's wonderful. That's good news. Things are working. So, TJ, do you have anything you want to ask or say? I know we're... It looks like we're out of time, which is kind of fun because time is an illusion. But go ahead. (laughs) I just want to thank them for coming forward. I wish we had more time to go into depth about all different things, but it was it was a nice it was a nice thing. I appreciate being a part of that. Thank you very much for letting me be a part of that. You are most welcome. And should it be appropriate at a future date, we are happy to continue to converse with you, dear one. Thank you. Yeah. And I was just going to ask if you would come back on. So would you, you, there you go. (laughs) You don't even have to ask and you receive. No pun intended, right? (laughs) Oh, yes. So um, thank you so much for coming forward and honoring us with your presence, your wisdom, and your light, and letting us all be a part of this as well. Um, And TJ, thank you for everything you do to keep things moving and all your questions and all the magic you bring in for all this to make it work. So thank you. And I know Rosalind. I'm we thank you, gracious hosts. We thank you for your gracious hosting and all who listen. Love, namaste, many blessings to all. 